The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Ten minutes after eight on Reconciliation Day. Thank you so much for tuning in uh, to AM Live this morning. And it is time now for the Forum at Eight. Today, the 16th of December, South Africa commemorates a Day of Reconciliation. Now, this day has a lot of significance in the diversity of this country in both culture and politics. On this day in, 19, uh, in 1838, rather, the Battle of Blood River took place between the Four Trackers and the Zulus in a fight over Overland, and the day also saw the armed wing of the ANC, Umkontawe Siswe, formed in 1961. Post apartheid, South Africans uh, used the day to promote reconciliation and unity amongst the people of this country. But is it possible to reconcile and celebrate our uniqueness when we seem to care so little about each other's way of life uh, and? Uh, we also care very little about where the other comes from and what actually makes them who they are. So on the forum at 8 this morning, we asked the question, how can we use culture as a reconciliation tool in South Africa today? And joining us for this conversation, Ndela Nchangase, who is a retired lecturer and cultural expert. Thank you once again for speaking to us. Thank you, Sakina, and good morning to the listeners. And we're also joined by Valmont Lane, who is a cultural expert and Secretary General of the Arterial Network South Africa. Thanks for your time as well. Thank you, and good morning. Now, this obviously, you know, is, is, is a very... Um, touchy subject given where we are currently in uh, contemporary South African politics. But just looking back at the role of culture in a nation such as ours, one that comes from um, a history of intense conflict, what do you think the role of culture is and ought to be in trying to rebuild or actually maybe for the first time really build a South African nation, Mr. Nchangas? Thank you. Oh, yes. Maybe we need to define culture so that we can, when we talk, we'll be talking from the same base. And in my, excuse me, in my simple definition of culture, I will talk like this. What is culture? Culture, these are, uh, culture are strategies or mechanisms designed by a people in order to fulfill their essential life needs. These strategies and mechanisms manifest themselves as actions, concepts, and ideas. So why then they design this thing? Why why do they make up culture? They do so, so that culture will help them to live harmoniously amongst themselves, and also come into terms with their total environment. So culture says people are designing this uh, thing called culture so that they benefit themselves, so that in a way control them, direct them, in, in such a way that you will find some of the cultural aspects saying, thou shalt not do this, or thou shalt do this. And having done so, then the, the people in a way are molded, or we see them as they are, being being developed by their respective cultures. Let's start from there. Mm-hmm. Now to come to your question. And how can we use culture in order to reconcile each other for reconciliation and so forth? 
in my uh, understanding, yes, culture in a way has played an, a very, very important role in addressing reconciliation, although that is not enough in South Africa. Remember, we have a history. Our history, as you have alluded to, some of this history, we had wars with each other here between black people and the white people over land. And now we have come to saying, okay, let's stop all these wars and so forth. Let's leave as a people. So, yes, it is important to do so. In my opinion, to a certain extent, culture, in particular arts, performing arts, has played a role in finding each other of these opposing people with their oppo- with, with these people with the opposing ideas in a way take for example music take festivals we are now beginning to see or rather it is the audience is increasing where you see people of different colors in south africa i am saying this if you go to the makufa festivals the music and episode you are seeing, beginning to see the mixed audience. To me, that is, in a way, culture is doing that. Others are, called, are saying it is a social cohesion. And that is, in a way, we are beginning to find each other. If I may go further outside culture, sports are also doing that. Mm. But I'm not going to dwell much on the sports because the subject here is about culture. Mm. And furthermore, finally, before and then uh, you, you, you talk, the other way, at schools, the young ones, we have now open schools. Our schools are no longer segregated in terms of our constitutions. So the younger ones are beginning to understand each other. And there is a hope towards the end that come, say, uh, 20 years or 50 years from now, we will be understanding each other culturally. We will not be offending each other through the ignorance of each other's culture. And it's going to take a long way. But that is how I am seeing this. Shall I stop here for a while? Indeed. And, and, and you know, it, it, it just raises so many other, you know, complex questions. If you think about the peace effort, for example, peace negotiations are for the most part focused on political and economic dimensions. But what about, you know, touching the deeper and the more genuine aspects, if you will, of human life, uh, Mr. Lane? Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, I, I do agree with uh, what the professor, the lecturer, has said. Um, I think for for us in Arterial Network, it is also important to, when thinking about reconciliation um, to think about the role that culture plays in human development as a whole. And I think reconciliation in South Africa is very much also about the building the capacity for people to understand each other, but also to have um, civic relationships with each other. We live in a society which is divided in, in many ways, not just in racial ways. I think we have a, uh, a we are famously an unequal society in the sense that there are access to opportunities and resources. Um, there are huge challenges, and culture can play uh, quite a significant role in helping to bridge that divide. So I do agree that it's it is something that can play a vital role in building reconciliation in South Africa. Um, and the other thing I want to say is that uh, I, I agree with um, um, my fellow panelists that 
it is also important to start engaging with definitions because culture is a very difficult thing to define. It is so, it, it is such a widely used term. In South Africa, we use the term interchangeably. For example, we talk about my culture, meaning my ethnicity or my race or my tribe or my group. Um, and in that sense, culture is, is a, almost a measure of division or separation between people. Uh, and yet culture also plays a role of uh, helping to bring about a change in the way people think. And for me, that I think is a crucial part of the definition of culture. Is that mm. it, it helps us to change our paradigms and to evolve. It is a very dynamic thing. It is not something that is static and fixed in time or place. It is something uh, which enables people to enrich the way they think. Um, so it is very much tied to a number of other words such as education and development and expression and free expression. Do you think, however, Mr. Lane, that if we had a better understanding of each other's cultures, that would actually facilitate the reconciliation process? Absolutely. I think, um, and uh, for me, it is very important that that understanding um, is mediated through free expression. One of the things that uh, I, I think is very important when we're dealing with heritage and culture and identity is that it is a conversation between citizens, and there are established means um, by which those conversations happen. We have museums. We have a very rich museum culture. We have a very rich visual arts culture. Um, the professor talked about performing arts, uh, music. These are all things that are done through creative people and through artists, and that is something that which very much concerns Arterial Network South Africa, um, the place of creative thinking and creative people in South Africa. Um, we believe that, uh, I think everybody agrees that it is through the arts that we really get a picture and a mirror, and a sometimes a critical mirror reflecting um, the challenges that we face and the, the human uh, dimension of those challenges. And so we believe that the arts can play a very important role in deepening our understanding of ourselves as a South African society. Um, Mr. Nchangase, at the heart of the matter, of course, uh, lies the issue of forgiveness because you can't talk reconciliation without talking forgiveness. And just from a cultural perspective, you know, what does forgiveness require? Um, Does it require repentance on the side of one or both? How is it offered? And does forgiveness have conditions or is it something that should be unconditional? The great man Mandela says, let bygones be bygones. And we need to underline that. We need first to agree that, yes, we have, there have been some disagreement in South Africa previously amongst the people of South Africa. In particular, let's talk about the, 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 the apartheid era. And if we, therefore, there are other people who are saying, but I was ill-treated, and, and so forth. Let bygones be bygones. Let's forgive each other because there is no other way if you want to move forward in this country. So this country, which is so huge, so big, and so forth, so rich, you name it, and so forth. I, I think it, it needs to, to start there. Mm. But in people are finding opinion, that very difficult. People are saying, you know, why are we being asked to move on when in fact, you know, we haven't resolved all the feelings uh, that we have around this particular matter? But I am going to be saying it's not an easy thing like we have said. Forgiving, it depends how, how great the harm was or the injured person. Uh, or the, 
how great it was. Sometimes it's very difficult then to forgive. Yes, we are absolutely correct. But we are beginning to see that. We are beginning to see that. that no, in, in fact, let's talk about the, 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 the toler- tolerance. You, you forgive. Others have done that. Others have not. And it's going to take quite a long time because others are, still have scars, as we talk now, mm. through, through that conflict in, during the previous era, the apartheid era. Now, but for them, it will, even if they do not forgive, but their children will. So it's going to go a long way. But what is pleasing is that we are seeing others now. Listen, Sakina, we do go to the, uh, the, 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 the social gathering. We do go to the weddings. We do go to the pubs. We do. And when people um, begin to talk about these issues, you begin to see that the majority are saying it's time that we forget about the past so that we move forward. And that is giving us hope that one day we will win. One day we will have a united rainbow, uh, as it is, some others saying that, but we will have a united South Africa. Well, we are talking reconciliation on Reconciliation Day. And this morning we are asking, how can we use culture as a reconciliation tool in South Africa? And our guest this morning, Val Lane, who is a cultural expert and secretary general of the Arterial Network South Africa. And Ndela Nchangase, who is a retired lecturer and cultural expert. And taking your calls now on 891 You can also SMS us on 34701 or you can tweet or Facebook at AM Live on SAFM. Let's go to Temba in St. Helena Bay. Good morning. How are you, Sosimo? I'm well, Hello. thanks. And you, Temba? I, I'm, I'm well, thanks. You know, this Nelson Mandela said, let's bygones be bygones kind of approach to our problems. It's so simplistic. And I find that most of our intellectuals, I think it's for lack of intellectual depth, just match on what one man said in a in, in a state of being in a tight corner, and then they want us just to, how can bygones be bygones when when bygones are still with us? As you said, Sakim, how can be how can bygones be bygones when they are part of geography, they are part of economy, and the relationships that arise therefrom still obtain today? You can never use culture. Remember, South African culture is as follows: white is up there. Black is down there, and black must sort itself in such a way that it understands and appreciates the imperatives of of, of white white, white um, economic and social supremacy. So why, when people talk about if we understand each other's culture, it it is simply saying, you know, we 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 must be where we were. The culture can the, the issue of culture can never be used for reconciliation because reconciliation requires change in material conditions. And that has not taken place. You can't be telling people to be changing a bygones be bygones. Who is this fellow who says bygones be bygones? I'm sure he was not hurt by apartheid. We who are still suffering the scars of apartheid and we're enduring it every day. The petrol attendants who were assaulted by, by racists the other day. Go and tell them that bygones be bygones. And they, they, will, they will spit in your face. So when we deal with these issues, and by the way, I always find it interesting that it's always 
you know, uh, uh, radio stations that have got an African audience that talk about reconciliation. You will never hear, you know, African radio stations talking about fair-swimming because there's no need for fair-swimming. All the time it's us who must go out of our way and go and search for this thing called reconciliation so that we can be this thing that is called the rainbow nation. The reality of the situation is Nelson Mandela and his leadership threw us into the hellhole we are in now. We are still suffering from the same effects of apartheid. Nothing has changed. In fact, the Gini coefficient shows that we are the most unequal society in the world, more unequal than during apartheid. So people must understand, if you have got bread on your table, eat the bread quietly, wipe your mouth, and be happy, go on. Don't start telling those who have not had bread for six months to, to extend their hands and use their culture to accept the situation in which they are. It's almost insulting. Is this our timber from Alexandra? I'm home visiting you. Oh, okay. Enjoy it out in St. Helena Bay, Temba calling us there. And um, Mobuto in Eteguini, good morning. Uh, Sakina, uh, good morning and fellow South Africans. Um, Kazi, good morning. Morning. Um, Sakina, I, 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 what Temba said, uh, I think uh, we are not going to be the country if we have the same sentiment. I'm not saying what you're saying is not true. But uh, it requires a lot of consideration from all of us in South Africa. And uh, I, 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 I bet you can't, you can't have that approach. Okay, Mabuto, I'm going to ask you to move around because uh, we are losing you slightly. Um, so whatever you've been doing what? in the last few seconds, just go back to what you were doing previously. Mabuto? Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm standing in the car. I'm, I'm, I'm that's better. Yeah, I'm, I'm standing. Yes, that's better. Can you hear me now? I can hear you clearly. What I'm just saying, when Mandela was saying, back on, back on, he was not saying everything has been just done and then overnight. He was saying, back on, back on. we must be mindful of the fact where we come from, but we cannot treat other fellow South Africans the same as what they did to us. And all other things will fall into, into places. Why? And two, but you know, I'm, I'm staying in Pumalanga, I'm working in Pumalanga, uh, but I'm visiting home with these holidays. I was very surprised to see the number of white South Africans attending a wedding, a traditional wedding in a place called uh, 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 Clearwater in, in Panta. I was so, I mean, because I said that that thing alone could, use, could be used in other parts of the country one, to bring about reconciliation, as uh, Babu Ndela was saying, and two, to teach our, so that we can learn each other's culture. You know, one of the white, uh, of the white women was a bridesmaid, and all that they came there, they came to observe our culture. I think if we can, that can be promoted, that we attend whatever uh, event that they're attending, whether it's a funeral or it's a, it's a wedding, it will help us gradually uh, 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 to, to heal, uh, to, and also to reconcile each other.
All right. And I uh, appreciate that, uh, Mabuto, and the two callers that we have taken back to back, not entirely in agreement with regard to the role that culture can and has to play in our reconciliation. Let me run through some of the messages coming through via Twitter. Uh, Jereki says, the system that has been adopted in South Africa is surely failing and alternative radical change is needed to solve the issue of racism. Tepiso Mokwena says, healing is a process and one cannot forget give, forget, or reconcile while we are still experiencing uh, racism daily. Bewana says, I will only reconcile uh, when my people are free economically. And CK says, stop worrying about white attitudes. Do what you need to do. Be proactive, not reactive. Mangaliso Ngobo, can't uh, reconcile two unequal societies Deal with poverty, deal with inequality and unemployment first. Reconciliation will follow. And Azania Native says it's just a holiday, uh, Reconciliation Day, until the minority make an effort to reconcile with the majority. So those some of your views coming through. Do keep them coming. 34701 is our SMS line. And the lines are open. You can call in on 0891 How can culture be used as a reconciliation tool in South Africa? That's the conversation we're having this morning. And our first two callers very interestingly differed with one another. Temba saying that culture can never be the silver bullet to actually uh, forge this reconciliation because we can't uh, look at this uh, outside of our material conditions. And uh, Mabutu saying that, you know, he has at least noticed some effort being made. He's noticed more white people at uh, black traditional ceremonies, but uh, more importantly, agrees with the notion that was expressed by uh, Mr. Nchangase that we ought to forgive and forget. So what are your views on this particular matter this morning? Can culture or how can we use culture as a reconciliation tool in South Africa. And just a reminder of who our guests are this morning, Valmot Lane, a cultural expert and Secretary General of the Arterial Network South Africa, as well as Ndela Njangase, who is a retired lecturer and cultural expert. Now, um, Mr. Lane, let me come to you for your response to what our first two callers highlighted. I think um, I, I don't think our first two callers are disagreeing as much as, as may seem. I think that I, I certainly do see Mr. Timber's view that if we're going to use culture to promote reconciliation, it's got to be in a manner that recognizes the difficulty that we face in the society. We on, um, I think it is very um, irresponsible if we simply seek reconciliation by forgetting what has gone on in the past or indeed what is still going on. We are, we are a society riddled with, with um, social problems. You know, we, in a sense, there's a low-level war going on with, between genders in this country. There's a high level of gender-based violence. Um, there's a high level of poverty. People are trapped in situations of hopelessness. And so in those conditions, it is challenging to ask people uh, to forgive and to forget because mm. people's conditions have not changed. Um, but I so think if people's also, conditions haven't changed, are we not simply putting a band-aid over this problem without really addressing the underlying problems? Exactly. I think reconciliation needs to take place in a climate of, of um, development, uh, in, a, in a climate in which ordinary people can participate and feel that they can participate in changing their conditions. Um, where people can speak freely and not feel intimidated or feel um, 
that there are going to be consequences to themselves if they challenge the status quo. All of those things are necessary for cultural development to take place and for cultural reconciliation to take place. I think if we have that, and I don't think it's a question of choosing the one or the other. I think we need all of those because our society has complex problems. In some senses, the problems are simple, but in others, they are complex. Mm. Um, and we can't just turn it into a black and white issue. Um, of course, the, the grand narrative of South Africa is that it was a fight between um, white oppressors and colonialists and, and black liberators. Uh, but I think we know that our society is very much more complicated and more interesting. We talk about the Rainbow Nation, um, and they celebrate the fact that we have this uh, opportunity. History has given us this opportunity. We have a constitution. We have a strong civil society. We have a free press. Um, uh, we have lots of things in place. It's up to us to take but this very notion of a rainbow nation is one that is in dispute. Um, many are putting it forward as a myth that was created in order to forge a false nationhood that, you know, is now unraveling. I wouldn't put it so strongly. I think the rainbow nation is a brand and it's a word that's caught on. Um, but I think the truth and reconciliation process was an attempt. Many would say that it was not enough. But I think the work of the Tooth and Reconciliation needs to continue. Uh, one of the things I wanted to say when you asked about forgiveness, um, Sakina, is that forgiveness also requires the ability to speak the truth. Um, you can't forgive somebody if you don't have all the information. And there's a lot of information um, still wanting about what happened in the old regime. Mm-hmm. And it is a tradition that we should be carrying on in the new, that we should we should insist upon being able to hear and speak the truth. And that, uh, that comes down to the condition of freedom of expression. Um, we need a, a democratic society in which human beings can, can pursue their potential. Uh, and I know we are all trying to do that, but it is important to acknowledge what has happened. It is important to speak about complicity. Well, some of the gentlemen were speaking about uh, the resistance from white South Africans to engaging with transformation and with development in South Africa because it's difficult for people step out of that um, uh, idea that they are so complicit in, in what happened in the mm. past and what is happening today. But I think we need to be able to confront those things. And the thing about art and culture is it provides a perfect vehicle. If you think about music, think about the great um, novels and, and theater and poetry and performance art that's come out of this country that raises, that engages exactly with these issues. We have some great arts and uh, creative people who raise these issues very eloquently. And if we could get millions upon millions of people um, being exposed to the best performing arts and theater and literature and music in this country, I think that would go a long way also towards promoting reconciliation. All right, let's get a response from Mr. Nchangase. Yes, I totally agree with Mr. Fermon Lane. Is that correct? Correct. Totally, totally agree. You see, Sakina, what we need to understand is that we, we must know where we come from to start with. And we must also have an idea where do we want to go. The moment we know that we want to go in this direction, meaning we are building this nation, our nation, we want to move forward, well, we want to be strong economically, we want to be strong, and we want to be a winning nation. Then we need to sit down and say, how do we do that? And one of the things, like we have alluded to, both of us here as a panelist, 
we have been saying, we are seen to be saying, listen, if we keep on holding on on grudges and so forth and develop hatred, we are not going to win. We are not going to reach our destination in a short period of time. So we need, therefore, to say, yes, I was injured, I was hurt, I was done this and so forth. But if for the sake of our country, if we want to move forward, therefore we must find reconciliation. And we seem to be saying there are signs that, yes, this can work. As he mentioned many other things, the, library, the libraries, you name it and so forth. So, so I've done the very same thing as well. Coming back to this uh, opposing Temba and Mabuto, Sakina, we are still going to find people who are still holding on on the something that they can't forgive. Both, both, if I may be simple, you may find who are going to do so as perhaps in terms of racial color, the white people will do that, so as the black people will do that. But I can assure you, if we move on in the way that we want to find this uh, reconciliation and we want it to work and so forth, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Here's a question from you, uh, for you from uh, Ndlandlo. Ndlandlo wants to know, goes on to say, equality and equality. You cannot ask for reconciliation from a disenfranchised people. That in itself has become a culture. What's your response to that? I am saying, or rather we are saying, we are aware of what the, 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 the person is saying. We are aware. We are saying we ought to address that. We ought to address that. We are not saying we must push this reconciliation, even if the conditions in some other aspects are not suitable to do so. We must address those hindrances which um, uh, prevent us from finding or rather uh, moving ahead with the reconciliation. But are we doing that right we now? Are, to a certain extent, yes, we are, but it's not easy. It is not easy, even some of the callers here who are talking, uh, in, that is an indicative on its own that it is not easy, but we are. We are moving towards that. I can mention many things. Mm-hmm. Even outside culture, I can mention many things that, hey, have a look here, look at this, look at this. We are moving forward, but there are so many other ills that we ought to address, including those, the people who are still holding on, on saying, but we can't uh, move on with reconciliation if people are not equal. That means we must then find the mechanism of making addressing that in inequality. But the reconciliation is the matter of must. We have no other choice if we want to move forward with this nation of ours. So which is going to come first, the reconciliation or the equality? Simultaneously. Simultaneously, both. Whilst you are finding we are addressing the issue of inequality, you can't say let's address the issue of inequality until you finish after 50 years. Then you come back and say let us deal with the reconciliation. That's not the way to go. The way to go, whilst you are addressing whatever you are addressing, you need to be saying as well, but this should not happen in the future. Let us find this reconciliation. Let us find this reconciliation. Maybe it would have been better perhaps also to define slightly what do we mean by reconciliation or what do I mean my understanding of reconciliation. One way is if you are talking about reconciliation, you are talking about the action of reconciling opposing ideas, facts, and etc. 
So we need to identify the opposing ideas. We need to identify the opposing facts and so forth and address them. Have it doing so and say, let's reconcile. And we are speaking this morning to cultural experts Ndela Changase, who you just heard also have with us Valmont Lane. And uh, we are taking your questions, your comments this morning. Our question on the forum at eight, how can we use culture as a reconciliation tool in South Africa? Let's go to the lines. 891 is the number to dial. Uh, George is in case it in. Good morning, George. Uh, good morning, uh, Sakina. Uh, I think... Uh, Chamber has said a mouthful. Uh, I agree with him uh, entirely with his explanation, especially uh, regarding our material conditions as black people. But then I will take further to say that uh, black people are so desperate uh, to have reconciliation with white people because they think uh, while they are hanging around with white people in the weddings, the white people might give them some material gains like money or cakes or, or, or something. Because I haven't seen black people putting an effort in, in uh, trying to make reconciliation, e.g. between ANC and IFP, between IFP and NFP, because uh, they know they are both blacks and both they are suffering, they don't have money. But they put a lot of effort to make reconciliation between them as, as blacks uh, and, and white people so that they get something. So this reconciliation is actually flawed because black people are trying to gain something from white people because they try to, 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 to bring back their land using their arms and they were defeated and they went to uh, negotiations, they were defeated again by the constitution. So now they are saying, no, let's push for reconciliation. That's why you hear a lot of uh, topics from uh, black stations or from uh, uh, black radio presenters to say how can we use culture to reconcile but you'll never hear white people saying how can we reconcile with black people because white people don't beg anything from uh, black people thank you okay thank you so much george and kzn bonagele in langsburg good morning ah uh, a very good morning to you lk and your guest welcome uh, Yes. Do you know where Lainsburg is? I know exactly where it is, actually. Are you also on yes. holiday now? Exactly. I'm standing at this Ultra City garage, Shell garage. I'm actually on my way home, Alice. Do you okay. know where Alice is? I know where Alice is as well. Where the University of Forte is situated. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're just having a 15 minutes, 20 minutes break. But All right. Let me uh, rather uh, make my input with regard to this thing. There's nothing impossible here, especially uh, what comes in, into my mind is when people talk about uh, the legacy of the late Tata Madiba, you understand? Uh, he was the champion of this reconciliation, and therefore, even worldwide, Tata Madiba is respected. Even I hear people talking about uh, respecting the late Tata Madiba, and therefore, like the other guests mentioned earlier on to say, in order to move forward, there's nothing impossible. So let us respect that and move forward, of course. And not unless, of course, this thing is not going to happen if we talk about inequality. And inequality is something that is going to stay for long, but for as long as we talk about go on apartheid and then let us move forward, 
this country belongs to all of us who live in it, then it is possible. We don't have, we don't need to have gratitude, therefore. That is my opinion. Thank you very much, Sakina. Okay. And uh, thank you so much, Bonagela, and uh, safe trip uh, further and enjoy your holidays. Faisal in Mayfair, good morning. Hi, good morning, Sakina, and good morning to your guest. Look, Sakina, I think, you know, culture is, uh, is a very difficult vehicle to use towards uh, achieving unity in our country. I mean, because culture is so contradictory, you know, while I might accept the arts uh, of, of culture, I have a very difficult time accepting the politics of, of culture because, uh, uh, and accepting uh, that uh, another man's uh, uh, political culture should be imposed upon me. Mm. Uh, in, in, uh, but I do have a, a silver bullet for you, you know. Instead of accepting, instead of using culture, uh, we should all rather embrace our constitution. Our constitution has the principles of our unity. And it doesn't really matter, you know, if a person says, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not prepared to accept the person who, who hasn't, who wants to forget the past. You know, if a, if a person wants to forget the past, as long as they accept our constitution and the principle of the constitution, it's fantastic. If a person wants to remember the past, nothing wrong with that as well, as long as he embraces our principles of our constitution. Within our constitutions are all those points, what, what, what we need for our unity, equality, uh, uh, the, against sexism, and so forth. And, and, and I, I personally feel that if the majority of our country embraces our constitution and make, make culture subservient to our constitution, then we, are, we, will, we will all be united in, in, in principle in our country. Thank you, Faisal. Very interesting contribution there. Let me read some of the messages coming through. Kipo Molokwane says, This reconciliation thing will never work. All we need is equal rights and justice. And Kiru Naidu says, If you want peace, work for justice. A few more. Uh, Joshua Sehoa says, White people are not willing to reconcile. Let's leave things as they are. Time is the great healer and let's rather not force it. Um, IG Mbali Mudisele says, until the inequalities of the past are addressed, reconciliation can only be a dream. Yusuf Kasim Musa, good morning. Our reconciliation is just a name when some people still pretend that uh, we have reconciled, but deep in their hearts, there's absolutely nothing. And uh, some of the SMSs coming through as well. KK says, before culture or anything else, people need to eat and they need shelter. Culture, therefore, doesn't exclude the sharing of national wealth. Uh, Lordwick in Hamuloi says, I will only reconcile with those that are prepared to give back our land. The least uh, we talk about the myth of TRC, the better. Stima in KZN says, If our white folk fail to move forward and give back the land they stole from us, no culture will reconcile us as a nation. How can you reconcile with the Steve Hoffmeyer who is aloof and blames blacks for apartheid? Let the white folk bring back our land and then we can accept each other and each other's cultures. And uh, just a few more. DL says, my children thoroughly embrace the culture of the Kosa children they are at school with. I can see the future in them, SA is going to be a great country when the pain of our generation is gone. And uh, Jim Blikey says, it is great uh, that the Zulu nation finally agrees that they originate from ancient Egypt, hence have stolen land, and SA, we, the Khoisan, want all Nguni tribes to go back 
to the Sahara. Well, 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 all that on Reconciliation Day. Let's get a response from our panel. And uh, before I re- uh, defer to the panel here, just a few Facebook comments. Uh, Chris Wazania says, Easier said than done. Black people are still economically marginalized and oppressed by white monopoly economically. And then Humphrey Governor. Humphrey says, One caller on the show, Temba, has spoken a mouthful. You see... Very complex issues linking to reconciliation are being thrown to the public. Who should reconcile with whom and on what? In South Africa, especially through government, a lot of artificial reconciliatory efforts have been forged by government leaders and it hasn't worked, more so on a racial basis. Blacks are the ones who are forced to reconcile with whites and the process is not reciprocal. A lot of white people have done so much harm and damage mentally, spiritually and physically towards blacks. Um, it is only blacks who always preach this reconciliation thing. All right. Let me start with you, Mr. Lane. Um, I, I can't agree more with, with many of the comments. I think um, there is a tremendous sense of uh, the incomplete work of uh, the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. Some people reject the Truth and Reconciliation Commission on the basis and perhaps justifiably that it has not led to the kind of redress and the creation of a new society that uh, people might have been hoping for. Um, I think precisely the the answer to the question about reconciliation is that it cannot only be on racial grounds. Uh, We've got to look at what are the challenges uh, in our society as a whole. And I, I firmly believe that reconciliation walks hand in hand with addressing some of the fundamental issues. And they have been mentioned, it's about land, it's about poverty, it's about hopelessness and access to opportunities. And that is not only a racial issue. It is, an, it is a question about the nature of our democracy. It's a question about the nature of our economy. And if we, are, if we are, as a society, tackling all those things and having a healthy conversation about that, um, then I believe that while we may not um, see reconciliation in a racial sense, we'll have a much healthier society and we'll be able to build on something. So uh, my... Two cents work. I think it's very important that we address reconciliation, not just as a racial issue, but as a societal, developmental issue. All right, and Mr. Nchangase? Sakina, it seems as if most of the callers are saying or putting conditions before this reconciliation can take place, this and that and that must be addressed and that and that must mm-hmm. be addressed. They are not saying it is totally impossible. But they are saying it's the conditions that ought to be addressed, and mm-hmm. I agree with them. I agree with them, except that I'm saying for me, you need to do this simultaneously. Whilst you are addressing whatever you are addressing, you must also preach the gospel of reconciliation if you want to be a winning nation. And I do have, I do have strong hope that that is achievable, that is possible to do so. But however you are saying, the question is, how can we use culture to address the issue of reconciliation? Perhaps if I may just put some of the things, having acknowledged the conditions that have been put forward by the other, the, 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 the callers and so forth, that we are aware of. But we need to understand each other as well. You need to understand the culture of the Sutu people. I am a Zulu. I need to understand the culture of the Sutu people. 
I need to understand understand the culture of the Khoisan. So as vice versa, they need to understand my culture as well. So it goes on amongst ourselves as blacks. And then when you go further on, I need to understand the culture and the religion of mainly dominated, dominating the Indian uh, uh, people. So it goes on up to the white and so forth. That, for me, it must begin at school as well. For us, it may be difficult, as we have seen it is difficult, people saying, it is no, 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 it can't happen and so forth. But for me, I'm saying education is one of the instruments. So why do I say that? Why, why, why must I say I need to understand all this and I need my children to understand all this? It's the degree of tolerance. So that whatever the Sutu person is performing, whatever, doing whatever, I will understand why it is essential. Let me put it in simple terms so that people will know what I'm talking about. Mainly the black people. If there's death in the family, uh, the day before funeral, there is what we call umlindelo, night vision. Mm-hmm. And then if my neighbor will understand that it is required that if there's death in my family, I ought to do this. I believe that my neighbor, doesn't matter what uh, racial group he or she is, but will understand that I am compelled to do this because my culture and my religion says I shall do this in this situation. That's what I'm talking about. Um, and then you, should, you need to begin with the, 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 the things that are easy to achieve, the fast-track things. Those are the ones, over a long period of time, we will be understanding each other. We will be understanding each other in a way that, so we address all other ills or difficulties that we are facing with. Mm. Here's a quick question from uh, Tepo on Facebook, Tepo Mutumi and Kuruman. Tepo says, uh, to show commitment on reconciliation, what must whites do and what must blacks do? I think I have just, uh, I have just answered that in a way. So they and must learn more about what the we, cultural exactly, precepts are for each. We need to understand each other. We are not saying the white people must abandon their culture. I'm not saying the black people must abandon their culture. Let's find just one culture. No, no, no. They must continue with their culture. As long as the cultural actions that they are doing does not harm other group. That's what the Constitution is saying. Mm. You have a right to exercise your cultural actions, aspects, you name it, and so forth, but that should not harm another person. But are we doing enough in that regard? Is there not still a power dynamic in play in terms of whose culture trumps the others? All of those questions also still come into the fray. But I want to run through a few more SMSs here. This one says, apartheid means a separate development, not culture. Therefore, equal development equals reconciliation. JNKZN says, I think Nelson Mandela refused to be a victim, while some people will only ever be victims. No amount of apologies, monetary compensation or land will ever change them. Only they can do that. And blaming others and refusing to forgive will always hold them back. That's from JNKZN. Almost all people of this country will now fully acknowledge the humanity and dignity of people of other races. That's an unsigned SMS. Sig says it's very hard to reconcile with those who threaten you or claim to be threatened by you. And finally, Lenin Amanzimtoti says racism with the expectation of small children and small minority of people, uh, with the exception rather of small children and a small minority of people. I think everyone has a varying degree of racialism in them. Admit it, accept it, get over it, 
and move on. That's from Lennon Amanzimtoti. Well, I hope that, you know, there was quite a bit to take away from this morning's discussion. Clearly, there's a lot of work that needs to be done and it's going to require all of us to make an effort um, in terms of trying to build this nation. We are not a nation. At least that's my view as a South African. We are not a nation. We are trying to build a nation in the South Africa. But there are things that need to be done. There's work that needs to be done. We're going to leave it there for this morning. Uh, to our cultural experts this morning, uh, Valmont Lane and Ndela Njangase, thank you so much for your time. And also to our audience for the fantastic participation, as always, as well as the production team. You have yourself a fantabulous uh, Reconciliation Day. We're back tomorrow. And remember, from here on in, the show starts at 7. So it's from 7 until 9. It's nine o'clock right now and time for news with Zikona Miso.